Harrison, you want to start doing trivia on the show? Sure. Okay, quick. Let's start right now. Ready? I'm ready. Former Houston Texans GM and head coach Bill O'Brien is the first head coach to be fired within the first four games of the season since 2015 when this coach was fired. Who was it? A, Raiders, Dennis Allen. B, Dolphins, Joe Philbin. C, Rams, Scott Linehan. D, Raiders, Lane Kiffin. Well, the last one. Oh, it was Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin? Yep. What? Wrong! Wrong, 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 wrong! Oh, wait, no, Lane Kiffin wasn't 2015. It'd be the Dolphins, Joe Philbin. Yeah! Yeah! Today on 10 Minute Warning, we're going to talk about the newest head coach in the NFL. We're only a month into the season. Romeo Cornell? Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, gambling and how if I want to get if I want to win anything, I shouldn't tell you guys what my gambling tips are going to be because it always goes better the week before I bring it on here. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as I as soon as I put it on the tape, it's a bad idea. That's it. So let's get started with Romeo Cornell. Now, um, did you have Bill O'Brien getting fired first? What do you mean by did I have Bill O'Brien getting fired first? I don't understand how that could be a clear question. Of all the NFL coaches, did you think Bill O'Brien would be first okay, to go? So now, now I get you. No, <laughs> I had Adam Gase going first. But with all the terrible stuff that he's done to the Houston Texans in the last year, I'm not surprised that he's gone. I think this is a consensus opinion. But if they, had, they made him GM in January mm-hmm. and literally like day of – like, yeah. basically, day of him getting fired, they'd given him power to call plays. So, it almost kind of went like, hey, Bill, can you do some more? Bill, try this out. Never mind. No. You know what? No. Just just forget all of it. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they gave him control of the offense, and then the next day, he's fired. Right? Yeah. That's terrible. But um, I didn't have Bill O'Brien going first. I thought for sure it would be Adam Gase. That's who I thought. I mean, it's just been terrible in New York. I mean, you know, with most teams, you want to say give them time, but you never feel like you have time in New York. Yeah. I mean, big city lights, everyone's watching. I would have had literally the GM in New York for the Giants or the coach for the Jets is who I had as first, getting fired. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe Dan Quinn for the Falcons after he blew so many leads. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he was about to get fired last year, and they all the players saved his job. They did say that Arthur Blank, the owner for the Falcons, basically is just like very patient man. So if he thinks you're still doing it, he's going to – I mean, last year, I think most owners would have been done with Dan Quinn already. Yeah. That's just me. I don't know. Patience is one thing, but to let Dan Quinn be around that long and keep losing the way he is, that's another thing. Yeah. So, um, my thought process was, Romeo Cornell, hasn't he been an interim coach like a bajillion times? Pretty much. So, I dug into it, and um, do you know the last time that Romeo Cornell was an interim head coach? I don't. It was in 2012. Do you know where he was an interim coach for? Go with the Raiders? Incorrect. Incorrect. Good guess, though. Okay. It was this uh, downtrodden franchise that at the time had not won something in 40 years. The Detroit Lions? No, they still have not won. Okay. This was at the time they had not won. At the time they had not won. Chiefs. I was about to say that. Yeah. Because they haven't won a Super Bowl. They hadn't then. 
Yeah. So Romeo Cornell led them to Andy Reid. He was the bridge to get them to Andy Reid. Oh, so that's, that was that worked out for him really well. Exactly. That's what, so I think Romeo Cornell. I'm calling it right now. Romeo Cornell is the good luck Chuck of interim coaches. So I think the Texans are going to finally get it right this time. Okay. Who do you have? They had. Well, I'll get there. Okay. They had Gary Kubiak in the building. Okay. He leaves, goes to Denver, wins a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. And they gave him plenty of time. They just didn't give him Peyton Manning. Yeah. So then, you know, you bring in Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. They finally won a playoff game. They have more or less been dominating the division. They're always in the run to win the division. Right. He left with a winning record. If he hadn't become GM, he didn't get fired. You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't forget he also picked up Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think the GM they had at the time drafted Deshaun Watson probably with his input. I mean, yeah, I'm not well, taking coach. Yeah, 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 I'm not taking credit away from him, but the reason I got fired was all the GM moves that happened when he was the GM. Yeah, getting rid of Hopkins, watching Hopkins be so great this year. David Johnson's nothing. Yeah, the team is clearly worse without him. Laramie Tunsil, getting that offensive tackle, the left tackle from Miami. Miami owns the Texans' first and second round picks this year. So if the Texans lose out, the Dolphins the Dolphins could have a great year. And a ticket to the chocolate factory for one of these quarterbacks to just sell to the highest bidder because they have Tua waiting yep. in the wings. Yeah, they don't need it. Exactly. So the Dolphins are all of a sudden getting rid of the guy who got caught smoking weed out of a bong mask an hour before the draft, 30 minutes before the draft. Yeah. They traded that guy away. Go figure. They have a chance to get this huge return on investment. And Jackson, the offensive tackle they got this year, a Dolphins fan I know. I mean, granted, he's a fan, but he usually knows his stuff. He told me that tackle is playing as good, if not better, than Tunstall was. Jeez. So, so they just they replaced Jesus him with Christ. one pick, and now they're going to get this huge treasure trove. And Bill O'Brien is just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, what do I do? <laughs> Bill O'Brien, the correct answer is wrong. Yeah, wrong. Okay, let's go to trivia question number two. Ready? All right. So basically the idea with trivia while I'm pulling this question out is that we're going to try to do a couple trivia questions every week, about five maybe, depending on the week, and we're going to have Harrison answer them. I'm going to ask them. And at the end, we're going to see if Harrison wins or if I win. I like this game because I don't have to do anything unless Harrison is good. I just have to keep Harrison from being too good. That was good last week. Yeah. I got some questions right. Yeah. You got all, you got a lot of them right last week. That's I think for sure. I got all three. We weren't keeping score last week. Now we're keeping score. Yeah. So basically, if you hear this, he's wrong. If you hear this, he was right. I know that was pretty difficult. People probably didn't understand. Yeah. What are they talking about? How do those buzzers work? Do you want to have a wild card or do you want a football question? Uh, give me the wild card. Wild card. <laughs> NBA playoffs are happening. Yeah. The finals specifically. LeBron James has 500 points, 150 rebounds, and 150 assists in a postseason for the sixth time this year. Only one player has accomplished that feat before, and they did so in the 80s. Can you tell me the name of that player? Was it Magic Johnson? I'll give you a hint. Okay. It was the late 80s. He's uh, Michael Jordan? You should let me finish the hint. Okay. <laughs> it's in the late 80s it's a guy that's still involved with teams i guess this would have still been michael jordan 
This guy's involved in ownership in some way or form with a team. I don't know. The correct answer is Larry Bird. Oh. Larry Bird. Larry Indiana Bird. Pacers. Forgot about him. That's why it's the wild card question because this isn't a basketball podcast. Yeah. I just really wanted to bring up that stat. I watched basketball during the playoffs and that's it. Yeah. So, so that's all my knowledge. Who do you think is going to win the finals? Oh, Lakers are up 3-1. to one. They're going to wear their Black Mamba jerseys. I mean, I think the loss of Kobe has really inspired L.A. as a whole city. Yeah. I think it's a finish. I think the ability for LeBron to trap his whole team on a campus where they can't actually go out yeah. to strip clubs and stuff after they win and they have to go just rest and be ready, I think has really helped. Yeah. It was Big helping time. the young guys when they started, but now it's like, okay, guys, focus. It's the finals. Like. Yeah. Dennis Rodman's not taking off for Vegas right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just I can't see the heat coming back. No. That's three games they got to win, and that's too hard. All right. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> uh, DraftKings. So last week I gave you guys a couple of DraftKings tips, and if you use those tips, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was not a good week for you. Kenyon Drake did not make it happen. It was the week he was supposed to make a comeback. He didn't do it. Nope. Ryan Fitzpatrick did not do enough. Because my freaking Panthers shut down Kenyon Drake. Yeah, exactly. The Panthers are going to – are you going to start cheering for him now? Yeah, I'll start cheering for him now. They're winning, so might as well make it something out of the season. Yeah. Not be the bottom of – not be just a two-loss team. Be a fan two already. two-win team, I mean. Be a fan already. I am a fan. <laughs> but I'm a fan for success, and sometimes that means losing. True, but Teddy Two Gloves is doing it. He's doing it, so let's build up that defense. Apparently a lot of our young draft rookies are – Touchdown Bridgewater. Yeah. So, you know Bridgewater's in the top 10 for passing yards? Mhm. I believe he's 6th. I'd have to look it up. But anyway, I think he's number 1 for passer rating. Uh, yeah, he's up there. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Um, but we don't talk stats here. No. <laughs> so, I got a couple DraftKings names for you this week that I think will work out, but this is an important stat to remember. Um, when there's no off-season, there's more scoring. So because there was, I mean, the last time this happened was the holdout 2011, and there was mad scoring that year to start the year. So defenses need time in preseason and games, mm -hmm. and they just haven't had it yet. So for right now, the scoring is still crazy. When you're doing fantasy or anything like that, scoring is unpredictable. Yeah. So when, when something with such a large margin comes in unpredictably more often, it makes it harder to play these games. Because it's hard to predict that Patrick Mahomes is going to throw to Eric Fisher for a touchdown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just wonky right. things are going to happen. So, there's a quarterback that's very cheap who the um, who a couple fantasy analysts, I know Matthew Barry had him as his ride or die for the year. That's a bad call right now. But Daniel Jones. Now, hear well, me ride out. Ride or die. Daniel Jones has, <laughs> yeah, right. He's not my ride or die. Let's make that clear. No. Daniel Jones. He, uh, he hasn't done it yet. If he's going to do it, they play the Cowboys this week. This is the week he's going to do it, it's if he's going to do it. So definitely the he's week. very cheap. He's not the cheapest, but he's cheap. So you could put in Daniel Jones, and you could stack a couple other players. Like DeAndre Hopkins looks like a really good play this week. Mm -hmm. um, Cardinals, Panthers. Um, that's going to be a lot of points scored. Cardinals, Jets. Oh, yeah, Cardinals, Jets. Sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking about last week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cardinals, Jets. You always want to start anybody against the Jets, and Hopkins is the best receiver on that team. So, if you want to, you want to figure out a way to pay the uh, little upgraded price for DeAndre Hopkins, 
you could put in Daniel Jones as a quarterback, save some money there. I think um, another way to go at quarterback, if you're trying to go bare bones, you want to go with, and you're going to laugh at me a little bit. And this is more of a tournament play than a money game, but Kyle Allen. He's getting his first start. Yeah, but he's going against the Ravens. But he's so cheap. He's cheap. He's so cheap. And and like I said last week, in DraftKings or FanDuel, whatever you're doing, you want to just get you know two or three times the points based on like how much you're spending. Yeah. So if he's really cheap, he doesn't have to be that good for you to get your return on investment. So Kyle Allen is my long shot of the week. I'm going to say that I don't think I'm going to play him in any lineups <laughs> unless I build like a killer stack and I just need to throw in something at quarterback. Even still, I'd rather have Daniel Jones. Junk, exactly. That's why I'm I'm advocating to go with Daniel Jones. I'm advocating for neither of them. Yeah. If you don't have to, don't go with them. If you think you can get your stack done, you want to just pay up at quarterback and be safe, start Dak against the Giants. Yeah, that makes a lot more pay sense. Pay for Kyler Murray against the Jets. He's going to light the Jets up. Trust me, Brett Rippon just did. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, there's a lot of, you know, it's easy for guy for, you know, it's easy for you guys to know which quarterbacks to take. If you're going to trade up, I'm just giving you a couple long shots. Zeke Elliott is the running back. I think you need to play. Yeah. Number one in snaps in the NFL. And they're going against the giants. Right. Again. So the real reason Zeke hasn't completely exploded this year is because the Cowboys haven't freaking held a lead. They're never holding a lead anymore. They're always throwing. They're throwing for 500 yards a week. 507 yards from Dak. So the Giants present what I think is their first chance to lead a game and give Zeke a real workload. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Zeke is a beast. And if he can actually run the ball and not be behind the whole game. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and then one more running back. This is someone that makes sense, but somebody I'm staying away from. So I'm going to let you guys make the decision here. But Clyde edwards Lair, he hasn't really been putting up the points you yeah. want him to. But the Raiders are allowing the Raiders are allowing the most at the run. Like they are not stopping the run. Yeah. So it's a good chance for Clyde edwards Lair in a division game to really carry the rock a little bit. And I think another benefactor to Clyde edwards Lair is that the Chiefs are probably going to be up in this game. Mm-hmm. There's a really good chance that they blow this team out. Well, they started blowing out the Patriots, and Clyde edwards Lair still couldn't get going because the Patriots could stop the run. The Raiders cannot. So I think if you can fit either Zeke or CEH in your lineup, you're heading in the right direction. Yeah. That's all I got for DraftKings. So now on to regular gambling. Okay. Now, how did we do last week, Harrison? Uh, I think you won. Yes. But but not by a lot. That's fine. It might have been a tie. Uh, after my own DraftKings advice last week, yeah. I did not win there. Anything so, you win is successful. I would like to win something, yeah. You would like to win something. I lost my ass last week. Ryan Fitzpatrick, are you kidding me? I could have told you that. It felt like a trap, but he was so cheap. He didn't have to do that much. He was going against the Seahawks. I know. The Seahawks just let Dak throw for like 470 yards. But that's the difference. It's Dak. His, he went to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. Look how smart he is. He's managed to stay in the league this whole time. Yeah. He's been on only AFC East teams for the most part. He yep. had a couple of stints elsewhere. I mean, Buccaneers, but. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, I still win. All right, so what, what was the score last week? Who, how many was right? So, I took the Cardinals. That was wrong. Yeah. Um, I took the Bengals. That was right. 
Yeah, I took the Jags. I was wrong. Um, I took the Dolphins Seahawks under fifty three, and they beat it by one point. Yep, and I took the over. So yeah. You get that one. That's why they put the points. Uh, Texans, Vikings. I took the Texans. You took the Vikings. Yeah, I took the Vikings, but I also took the over, which was wrong. Yeah. Um, the Vikings literally were just half a point off. Vegas was right on. It was 54. The over-under was 54 and a half. Yep. That's why. That's what happens when you gamble. That's why Bill O'Brien got fired. Can't yeah. cover. <laughs> uh, Titans-Steelers, the only winner in that one was covid uh, yeah, so COVID beat the Titans. Possibly yeah. for a second week, COVID might beat the Titans Most again this week. Most likely for a second week. So if you can bet, I mean, I don't know who you know, but if they let you bet on coronavirus canceling a game, I would do that. Yeah. it does. I mean, the Titans had another positive test today. It doesn't look likely no, that they're going to play again. I don't think it will happen. And then the final one was Bear-Colts. I had the Bears winning with under 43, and you had the Colts winning. So you won that one. So that makes it like 4-3. All right, so this week, what do we got? We got a couple more matchups for you this week. And uh, I'd like to do something with a coin, if we can find one. I don't have a coin. All right, we take this. Let's take a time out to talk about Coors Light. Coors Light, it's okay. Coors Light, it doesn't make me hungover. And when I drink it, it, it sometimes it might do something. I do like Coors Light that their can changes colors. That's very nifty. In case I lose sense of feeling in my hands. Yeah. You can always look and be like, is it cold? It is. Yeah, or it's not. It's not. As you can see on these, we've been filming for a minute, and they are not. But are we getting paid by Coors Light? Nope. Oh. Damn it. Well, anyways, we're drinking Coors Light. Coors Light, send us some money. I think this is a good time to show them my shirt. Yeah, show them that. All right. So if you could, if you're watching the video, you see my shirt, right? Okay. No, it does. I just didn't tell you until right now. I was waiting until we were on mic. Oh, okay. So what you do is, if you see me walking around in this shirt, take out your phone, you go to Spotify, you hit search, and you hit the camera and scan. Oh. If you point it at this code, it'll open our podcast. So if you're watching the video and you want to follow us on an audio link, hold on, let me come up there. Watch it. It will out of focus. You could have just said follow us. <laughs> could have, but then I already paid for the shirt. Yeah. So if you see me wearing this shirt a lot on the podcast, congratulations for watching this far into the episode. Now you know why, because it will take you to Spotify. Take you 10-minute warning podcast. Question number three. Ready? Ready. Trivia. Wish I had a sign. 2013 Peyton Manning and 2007 Tom Brady are now number two and number three in highest total QBR through four games. Since QBR began being tracked in 2006, the new number one on that list is a quarterback playing this year. Who is it? Teddy Bridgewater. Why'd you really, th you really thought it was Teddy Bridgewater? Did you think at all you're a Panthers fan and you thought, oh, my team that I thought was going to lose all year two weeks ago, that's the highest quarterback ever? A, a quarterback no. right now is having the best QBR ever. No, I know. Teddy Bridgewater is not having Think about it. Who's having the best season? Is it Patrick Mahomes? 
He's having the best season. You've got one more guess. You get three. Is it a rookie? You don't. I don't do guesses. Oh, worth a try. Why would a rookie – think about it. Best quarterback in the league based on QBR right now. It's just not registering with me. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron oh. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. A Hall of Famer maybe. It wasn't registering. It just was not clicking. Aaron Rodgers is such a bad man right now. He He's has the highest it. QBR ever. He is killing it. Yeah. Everyone wants to keep talking about that Russell Wilson hype for MVP. That's Aaron Rodgers is rolling right in to take it. I thought this whole time until last week that the Seahawks would be the team to win the NFC. Packers. Yeah. The Packers are looking strong in September, but we'll see how that translates. We're going to ha- probably have a repeat of Super Bowl one. Tanyan, dude. That tight end, Tanyan, they call him Baby Kittle. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, dude. So, like, now that Aaron Rodgers has a tight end that can do that kind of damage in a night, you remember the last time he had a tight end like that? I mean, they were at the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy. So, all right. How many of those have you gotten right so far? None. So, I lost. <laughs> no. You got the Joe Philbin one right. I gave you two guesses. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I, I still have a chance to win this. Yeah. Okay. You still have a chance. You're only 0-2. Oh All right, so that takes us. 1-2. 1-2. and 2. One and two. Yeah, So that takes me one. to, we get back to gambling in a second because that's how our brains work. But that question actually takes me to another thing I'd like to talk about. Okay. And this is a list called quarterbacks most likely to make Ian's dreams come true. So this is just a segment I'd like to call looking at the teams that have the best chance to keep the Chiefs from repeating as Super Bowl champions. So it's not quarterbacks, it's teams. 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 I want to talk about which teams have the best shot to make me not have to watch Kansas City win another Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't have time for it. I don't like it. I think you have time for it. Nope. <laughs> now I want to. My number one team on this list is the Packers. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. The Packers right now, I mean, they're throwing the ball like the Chiefs. It doesn't matter who's at receiver. Aaron Rodgers is getting the ball in the receivers' hands. And but the, I think the biggest threat they have is Aaron Jones. I also think that oh, Aaron Jones really. Yeah, I think the fact that they can run the ball steadily and use him as and a Jamal receiver, Williams and Jamal just, Williams that separates him from the Chiefs a little bit. Yeah, that, that gives them almost the Tom Brady complement of weapons. Like, mm-hmm. If you think about vintage Tom Brady, Gronkowski, yeah. Julian Edelman, running back, running back, running back. Usually James White, but yeah. a lot of guys were in there. So the Packers are number one. I think that number two or three on that list, I think the Ravens might be able to figure it out down the road and take out the Chiefs in the playoffs. I believe in the kryptonite. You think you think that Chiefs are the kryptonite for the Ravens? Yeah, and I think the fact that the Chiefs won, they'll get home field advantage most likely. Yeah, over the Ravens, and they might have fans by then. Well, they've already had fans, so they might have mm. more fans by then. True. I just think it might be too much for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's still so young. Yeah. Um, who else do you have? Do you have anybody else on the list right now? I think the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks, but I don't think they're good enough to beat the Chiefs. I think, I think they're good enough to get to the Super Bowl. I think it would take the Chiefs having a worse defense by the time they play. Yeah. But I could see that if they were in the playoffs, if they were in the Super Bowl, because they would meet in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, the Seahawks can put up points to score with them if the Chiefs don't have their top defense in. Yeah. And you never know how injuries or COVID is going to affect players by the time we get to the Super Bowl. Right. I think if COVID is affecting, they'll postpone the Super Bowl. No. Yeah. 
They have to. You gotta I have can a see them game. pushing it, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, pushing it. Oh no! If any player on the Super Bowl bound teams caught COVID, I think they would push it. But yeah, but they saying. already have 14 days between the championship games and the Super Bowl, yeah, so, so it would be easy just to keep going like normal. Yeah, except they wouldn't get any practice for the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you would have to push it three weeks just to give them two weeks to quarantine and one week to prep. Well, how hard do the teams really practice for the Super Bowl? It's probably more just watching film. It's a lot for the first week. The first week, it's like a normal practice week usually, and then the second week is the go to the Super Bowl location yeah. and go through the freaking car wash. So that's um, – I think Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are not only the right answer to that question, but they are also the winners of please make Ian's dreams come true. <laughs> Don't let the Chiefs win again. I don't like it. I don't like this dimension where the Chiefs win Super Bowls. I like them not winning. See, I don't have a say in it, so I think Patrick Mahomes is fun to watch. Boo! <laughs> Touche. Don't touch my stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so let's go to gambling now, now that we got that out of the way. Okay. So, which games do you have this week? Um, I had the Panthers and the Falcons in the first game. I had the Panthers winning. Falcons are favored by a point and a half. Uh, 54 is the over-under. I, I think there's not going to be much defense, so 54 is a good one. I think they'll cover that, but Panthers winning. Yeah, the Panthers winning? Panthers winning. I wouldn't take anybody else. Yeah. Harrison's got everything where I can't read any of it. It's so rude. You know what? No, what? I don't need you. Sorry. I had 20-20 vision. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that because of the year? Yeah. I had my, check, my vision checked in 2020. Like last year, it was 1920. Oh. So, um, yeah, we're both taking the over. Panthers 54, 54 even? Yeah. Yeah, 54. we're taking the over. The Fal- I mean, even I, I think the Panthers will win, but I'm not putting money on it. Dan Quinn really needs to save his job, and losing to the Panthers might just get him fired. Yeah. So he might be coaching with reckless abandon. It's not one I would truly bet on. No. But, I mean, we're recommending the people bet them. So, Harrison, put your money where your mouth is. I'm okay. taking the over, though. I'm betting. I'm betting a million dollars. You don't have a million dollars. Don't bet Shit. that much. <laughs> uh, Jaguars, Texans? Uh, I'm taking the Jags. Um, not fully covering. I'm just having the Jags. The Texans are favored by six. So, yeah. you think that the Jaguars either win or only lose by, like, five or less. Yeah. I would take the Texans. Okay. Um, for no other reason than the Texans have had such a tough schedule to this point. Like, such a tough schedule. Like, one of the toughest schedules. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to make excuses for Bill O'Brien, but Deshaun Watson's itching to get in there, get everybody involved, get a game under his belt. It's a division opponent. I just think that they're going to play hard knowing the coach and the GM just got fired. Yeah. This is now the time where the season is not lost and you need to prove your worth to whoever is coming in to decide which players are on that team. Yeah. Somebody new is coming in there and you've got to start putting some good stuff on tape for them to look at. And you had the over on that game, right? On which one? Jaguars, Texans? Yeah. No, no. You have the under, but I'm not taking the over. And you're not taking the over? Okay. No, I don't need to balance you. Okay. Because uh, I think I agree. They're going to fight hard, and I can see a lot of running in this game. This division always plays tight games. That's just tight, low-scoring games. Low-scoring games. Since Andrew Luck left. Yeah, exactly. So, for the Eagles-Steelers, the game of Pennsylvania, we have to get our Yeah, I'm Eagles taking the circuit. Eagles. I think the Eagles are hot right now. I won't say hot, but 
They just won a game. They know how to win now. They're not playing those close losing games anymore. I think it's in-state battle. They may not win the game, but Steelers are favored by 7.5, and, and that's a big line. Yeah, I think that Steelers are favored by 7.5. I don't know if I'm going to take that, but I'm not taking the Eagles either. Okay. So I'm staring clear of that game. I'm steering clear of the Pennsylvania game because the Eagles don't have anyone on their team. The Steelers had to take a week off and might be out of sync. That's why I'm taking the Eagles. You think they'll be out of sync? Pittsburgh had to take a week off. Ben Roethlisberger even came out this week and said, we were literally just starting to get in sync, and this happened. But That might be a cover. You know what? All of a sudden, I think I'm taking the Steelers. Okay, take them. I'm taking the Steelers at 7.5. I know that's a heavy line, but I think they can win by at least 10. Okay. After watching my team lose to the Steelers, watching the way they can put up points. But the Broncos aren't that good, and they almost beat the Steelers. Yeah, almost, though, but by the, the end. The Houston Texans almost beat the Steelers. Yeah, but, like, they're going to win. I mean, how much did they win those games by? Like a touchdown. No. Yes. The Broncos-Steelers game was a touchdown? It's pretty close. Well, let's find out. It was 21-26, five-point game. Five-point game, and then the Texans-Steelers um, game was 28-21. You've talked me out of it. I'm not taking the Steelers <laughs> at seven and a half points. The Steelers, I think, are still one of those teams that are lacking a preseason. Yeah, I think and they're, so they're good. so they've had an easy schedule. They're good, but I don't think they're good enough to cover that. Yeah. Seven and a half is a lot of points against a, a Eagles team that can always score points. Yeah, they just can't stop a lot of people. Well, that defensive line stopped the – I mean, I know they're fully injured 49ers, but yeah. still, they're still – we're putting up points against teams. Okay, so uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Harrison is a Panthers fan, but his wife is an Eagles fan. That's why you'll sometimes hear him say we on both. Yeah. It's not that he flip-flops. It's just that it's a house divided. You know, when you get married, there's certain vows. I think it says you have to at least yeah. tolerate the other person's team. You have to take them on as yeah. one of your own when yeah. they're not playing your team. So, Giants-Cowboys, uh, we're both taking the over. Yep. I, I mean, come that. on. Why not? Why would you not take the over? It's the the battle of no defenses. The Cowboys couldn't stop us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they can't stop you. I went for 200 yards last week. And, so. if, and if, you're buying my, Madden, but. if you're buying my DraftKings argument of Daniel Jones going off on this game, yeah. over. Points. Yeah. Points. Points. They still have Evan Ingram. I mean, there was a shot Sterling Shepard could come back at some point, but I don't think he's coming back yet. That would have helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're both taking the over. I don't know who's going to win that game. The Cowboys are favored by seven and a half. And if the Giants are really bad, the Cowboys, the way they put up points, could easily put up seven and a half. Yeah. But we'll see. Neither of us has taken that. So we're both taking the over there. Vikings, Seahawks. After what the Vikings did to me with the over-under last week, a little bit skittish here. I'm still going to take the under. I, 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 I think they'll get up to like around 50 points, but I don't see them – 56. I, 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 they'll score like 51 points or 52 points, but 56 is a lot more. 56 and a half against the Seahawks. So the Seahawks can put up points with DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett yeah. or Chris Carson. I think Chris Carson might be back. Russell Wilson's playing like a man on fire. But I do have the Seahawks covering. I think seven points is fair. You think seven points in yeah. the cover? Uh, the Vikings just got their first win. I could use your logic on the Eagles against you here. They're kind of hot. Seahawks. Pretty bad defense. Um, still, you know, they played the Dolphins last week, so they look a little bit better. But I, I think I'm taking the over. Okay. I think I'm taking the over. And I'm not taking uh, – I'll take the Vikings to cover, too. 
So I'll take the Vikings on both covering the seven points. I think they'll lose closer than that, and I'll take the over. Wait, you have the Vikings winning? Yeah. Well, they just have to lose by less than seven. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I mean, so I expect them to cover. So that's that's our gambling tips, right? That's it. All right. So that's set. Now let's do let's do all the games based on the coin flip. Okay. So Panthers Falcons heads. Is, you gotta wait and decide which is heads and which is tails. Heads is away team. Tails is uh, home team because it's written away home. What? Like when we when we write them, I write. I would say heads is home team. Why? Because the heads. But heads is first, and away team is first. Whatever. Okay, go. <laughs> I'm just doing it the way we wrote it. Wrote, wrote it. I'm like, you know, heads okay. and then tails, right? Are we sure we wrote them right the whole time? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we are. I wrote them right the whole time. Okay. All right. Uh, Falcons. So the coin has the Falcons. Okay. Right Falcons. down. Now we got Jaguars, Texans. The idea of the stupid coin flip is to see if... Uh, Can you not flip a coin? Dude, it keeps hitting all the buzzers. <laughs> It keeps hitting all the buzzers. Your future in refing is over. <laughs> Maybe I should just spin the coin and just let it fall. It just doesn't fall. Heads. Heads. So that's what? Jaguars. Okay. Excellent. That's a good spin. Eagles, Steelers. 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 Smart coin. Giants, Cowboys. 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 Vikings, Seahawks. Seahawks. Vikings. Vikings okay, so we're going to see who does better next week, the coin or the humans. My money's on the coin. Mine is too. <laughs> I'm rethinking my decisions. Like, do I want to just line up with the coin, try to yeah. keep it in line? Yeah, too late now. I won't let you. <laughs> what, do you got it on tape? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got that shit on tape. All right, last trivia question. Ready? Right. No, there's two more. There's two more? Yeah. Oh, okay. Both Tom Brady and Drew Brees led comebacks of at least 14 points on Sunday, passing this quarterback as the oldest to do so. Who was number one? Who is the former oldest quarterback to lead a 14-point comeback? Peyton Manning. Do you think about these questions? I don't know. Peyton Manning's not a bad answer, but it's wrong. Uh, I figured. Two more guesses. I don't know. Why? There's literally, oh my God. Harrison, this is the easiest question. There's one quarterback known for being old as shit before he left. Literally one guy outside of the guys that are still in the league. I don't Brett know. goddamn Favre. Oh. Brett goddamn Favre. <laughs> he played till he was so old, Harrison. He looks so old. I know so he did, but I didn't know. You weren't thinking about it. I wasn't. I was better at this last week. I know. Now you're all in your head about it. I am. I lost. Can you name which NFL team has had the most starting quarterbacks since the start of the 2018 season? The Broncos. I was about to give you the the points. It's a multiple choice. Oh, well, the Broncos. All right, so the Broncos are A. You don't even want to hear the rest of them? No. Why don't you take multiple choice when I give you multiple choice? You just got all those wrong, and you were just got so cocky immediately. The answers were the Broncos, the Panthers, Washington, or the Chargers. Washington. If only you'd listened to it the first time and just taken I the I still would have taken the Broncos. It's like he walked into algebra class and they were like, it's multiple choice. And he goes, don't worry. I'm just going to do this freehand. I don't need multiple I choice. I sucked at algebra, so it wouldn't have mattered if it was multiple <laughs> choice. I sucked at it. Give me geometry all day long. 
So what is that, one to four? One to four. That is not a winner. Ian wins. I don't get how you win. This is complete bullshit. <laughs> you do nothing. How about I sit over here and give you challenging questions on neuroscience and see if you win? It's not neuroscience. It's football. I know, but I would choose neuroscience. <laughs> Tell me what the three quadrants of the brain are, Ian. Uh, front, middle, and back. Hello. You just named me three. You said three. Yeah, I know. Never mind. I thought I said four. No, you said three. <laughs> I think there's four quadrants of the brain. I don't know if that. I don't know if anyone watching this cares. I don't think so either. <laughs> all right, so Harrison loses this week. We'll see if the coin wins next week. That's all I got. You got anything else? No, that's it. I'm Ian. I'm Harrison, and we're out. <laughs>